0: Chapter 10. It was revolting. I had said to Anna Louise, your father must be mad. It would be a lot less revolting if he were, she said. You should have seen them scrambling for his presence. All except Mr. Kipps. He had to go to the laboratory first to vomit. Cold porridge hadn't agreed with him. Compared with the toads, I must admit your father did keep a kind of dignity, a devilish dignity. They were all very angry with me because I hadn't played their game. I was like an unfriendly audience. I suppose I held a mirror up to them so that they became conscious of how badly they were behaving. Mrs. Montgomery said that I should have been sent from the table as soon as I refused to eat the porridge. "'Any of you could have done the same,' your father said. "'Then what would you have done with all the presents?' she asked. "'Perhaps I would have doubted the steaks next time. "'Or doubled them,' he said. "'Steaks?' What did he mean? I suppose he meant his bet on their greed against their humiliation. What were the prizes? Mrs. Montgomery had a fine emerald set in platinum with a kind of diamond crowned above it as far as I could see. And the men? Eighteen-karat gold watches, quartz watches with computers, and all the works, all except poor Richard Dean. He had the photograph of himself in a pigskin frame, which I saw in the shop. You've only to sign it, Dr. Fisher told him, to get any teenage girl you want. He walked out in a rage, and I followed him. He said he was never going back. He said, I don't need a photograph to get any girl I want. And he took into his Mercedes sports car. He'll go back, Anna Louise said. That car was a present too. But you, you'll never go back, will you? No. You promise? I promise, I said. But death... "'I was to argue later a promises. "'A promise is made to a living person. "'A dead person is already not the same "'as the one who was alive. "'Even love changes its character. "'Love ceases to be happiness. "'Love becomes a sense of intolerable loss.' "'And you didn't laugh at them? "'There was nothing to laugh at.' "'That must have disappointed him,' she said. "'No further invitation came. "'We were left in peace.' And what a peace it was that winter, deep as the early snow that year and almost as quiet. Snow fell as I worked. It came down that year before November was out. While I translated letters from Spain and Latin America, and the silence of the settled snow outside the great tinted bl- glass building was like the silence which lay happily between us at home. It was as if we were there. she was there with me on the other side of the office table just as she would be there in the late evening across another table as we played a last gin rummy before bed.